Hello, welcome to the Firestarters podcast, where we discuss what lights the fire of UND Chi Alpha Ministries. My name is Parker, I'm your host of this podcast and a member of UND Chi Alpha. In this episode, we'll be discussing what is small group, the heart of Chi Alpha, and one of the ultimate goals for campus ministry. Today, I'm joined by one of Chi's lead pastors, small group leader and instructor, Judah Negron. Judah, how's it going? Yo, what's up, Parker? Thanks for having me on. Uh, the podcast, bro. Yeah, I'm uh, feeling good. The sun's out shining. Um, so we're finally escaping the North Dakota winter, praise God. But uh, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Yes, praise God. We're finally starting to warm up, and hopefully we don't have any more snow. I'm, I'm sick of it, as yes. I bet you are. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, Judah, pre- uh, can you just briefly describe who you are, how long you've been with Kai, and what's your role? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple things about me. Uh, I love soccer. Um, I love playing it. I love watching it. I love playing FIFA, the video game. Uh, I love collecting soccer jerseys. Really anything pertaining to soccer, I probably love it. Um, I am actually even wearing my 1997 uh, vintage Metro Stars jersey right now um, as well. Um, another thing about me is I love working out, like running, lifting weights, really uh, a huge passion of mine. Um, another thing is I love photography, videography, graphic design. Really, like I'm a very artistic kind of person, but those are three areas that um, really I do enjoy uh, doing as a hobby, but also for work because I am the creative director uh, for Kai Alpha. So that kind of flows into what I do for Kai Alpha. So that's one, one thing that I do with Kai Alpha. I'm the creative director. So any graphics, photos, videos, stuff that you see kind of flows through me. Um, as well as I am the uh, large group service director. And so um, if you come to our large group services Tuesday nights at 8, um, everything from the worship to the sound to the tech to the order of service, all those things, uh, they kind of flow through me. I just make sure that we have a good structure, that we're firing on, on all cylinders per se. Um, and then another thing that I do specifically with Kyle is I'm the international student outreach director. Um, and so when it comes to international students on campus, I have a huge heart for them, just making them feel loved, uh, making them feel welcome in America, but also um, helping them understand um, that Jesus is, is Lord and that he loves them. Um, and so that's kind of some stuff I do with Chi Alpha, but kind of going back, a little backtrack, how long I've been with Chi Alpha is eight years. Um, I got involved in 2015 as a little freshman in college. I came to UND, um, and I actually wasn't following Jesus at the time, um, but Praise, praise God that, um, you know, Jesus had a plan for me, and I was able to see what it looked like to live for Jesus through people in Chi Alpha, these 18, 19, 20-year-old kids who were just on fire for Jesus. I was able to see how, like, amazing and authentic and how kind they treated me and, like, the ways that they just loved me. Um, and I, and the, through seeing their life, um, I decided that I want to follow Jesus also and be like these people. Um, and so from there... Um, you know, I was involved in the ministry for four years as a student, um, and then two years as an intern, and then two more years now as a full-time staff, so eight years in total, going on nine next fall. So that's a little bit about who I am and what I do. Dude, that's awesome. I'm so glad you're here joining us today. It's been a pleasure getting to learn more about you through my time here at UND, and I'm excited to, to do more with you. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, bro. So, Judah, what is small group? And why is it important to Chi Alpha? Oh, yeah. So small group. Uh, man, I'll, first, first thing I'll say is that small group, um, there's, there's a lot of aspects to it, actually. It's more than maybe what you typically would think of. Um, but like the thing that you maybe would typically think of with a small group 
um, is it is a small group of people that come together weekly to study the Bible together. Um, and typically, like, a small group will go for about an hour. Um, like, small group leaders will come with, like, a topic or a scripture, something to kind of go through together. Um, and then we just get, it's a time to go through the word at the end, usually prayer uh, for each other and stuff like that. And that is like your small group time. But small group is so much more than just the one hour meeting. Uh, small group is really this like, uh, this thing of actually just inviting people into your life. Um, like your small group, the, the, the structure that we have and the vision we have for small group in Chi Alpha is that your small group should be some of your best friends like ever. Like actually my small group, um, my freshman year, uh, the, the guys, the two small group leaders that I had, their names are Keith and Nick. Um, and then my brother Josiah was actually in, in our small group as well that year. I was a small group member also. Uh, we all, all of us are still in a group chat to this day, like whatever the heck, eight years later, um, as well as another friend of ours, Alec. Um, and that group chat is like active, like almost every single day. And so like, it's really a place uh, um, that we want you to make lifelong friends and, and make lifelong connections and, and how we do that, how we equip our small group leaders to maybe uh, do that is through teaching them about like the importance of just a, a one-on-one, like inviting someone into your life personally. So, you know, for me, I bring people out to tea and crepe, uh, like get a bubble tea together. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about God. Let's talk about what you're going through. Let's talk about like your struggles and like, how can I help you? How can I be there for you? How can I pray for you? Um, another thing that we, um, that we do in small group is we, uh, we hang out with small group outside of small group. Um, and so like things that I would do, man, I'd invite my boys over to play smash bros with me like Friday night, bro, let's play smash bros for like three hours and just bro out. Let's go. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Let's, let's go to the gym together. You know what I mean? Like as a small group. So like me and like five of my boys would just like be like, take over the UND wellness center. Um, I just like, if, if some guys in my small group didn't have a car, uh, I, I drive them to the grocery store and we get groceries together. Um, and so really small group is more than, again, like I said, it's more than just this one hour thing. It's like really inviting these people into your life and not just inviting them into your life, but inviting them and having them see how does Jesus intersect into your life? How do you live for Jesus on a daily basis as a, as a small group leader? And then how can your small group members kind of like almost watch you like a little duckling and follow behind you and learn from you and, and yes, in your words, but also in your actions. So that's, that's a little bit about what small group is, but but why small group? Why is small group important, you kind of asked, to, to Chi Alpha? Why is it close to our heart? Well, really, small group is uh, close to Chi Alpha and important to Chi Alpha because it's it's close to Jesus, actually, uh, and Jesus values small group, believe it or not. Um, in the Bible, we see that Jesus actually had his 12 disciples, right? A small group, you could say, where he invested three years of his life into living with these people, teaching them about the kingdom of God, um, and just like being around them. And, and these disciples were able to just watch Jesus, ask him questions. Um, and, then we, and, and then we see like Jesus at the end of his tenure, you know, he dies, he comes back from the dead. And then uh, if you know, in Matthew 20, 19, there's the great commission. And Jesus says in Matthew 20, 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And so he spends these time with these disciples, loves them, equips them, and then sends them out to for these other disciples to make more small groups and to build the church. And so that's why we value small groups is because Jesus values small groups. 
Oh, that's awesome. We're, we're firing on all cylinders here. You just knocked out two scriptures that I wanted to go through. <laughs> Let's so go. for those of you at home, if you want to turn to your Bible, we're just going to open up to Mark 3, 14 through 15, which reads, He appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and have authority to drive out demons. And as you mentioned, Judah, Jesus only preached to 12 specifically. He discipled and he taught only 12, mm-hmm. right? And so at Kai, I noticed that most of our small groups are relatively small, excluding a few of the girls' groups. You know, those can get kind of big sometimes. Oh, yeah. little 15, 20. It's more of a medium group. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? But again, it's, it's really important for us at Kai that we keep it relatively small so that it's personal and you really get to know each other, have good one-on-ones, really intimate conversations and be able to open up with one another. Yes. And so it's, it's just so important. And I love that you, you hit on that already. So with that in mind, what kind of needs do small groups meet for people, especially someone who might be new to the idea of being vulnerable with a group of unknown men or women? Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, like small group is, is, is such a great place. Um, it, it meets a lot of needs. But as I was thinking through this question, um, I think I think there's a couple main ones. Um, one of them is, man, like we want to encourage you, um, like as a as a person in your relationship with Jesus, just in your identity as a person. First uh, Thessalonians five eleven says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. So we see small group as a place where we can, like, man, the stuff that we're going through, maybe the 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 tough past experiences we've had, we can e- encourage each other with scripture. We can encourage each other with our words. We actually do um, a fun night in our small groups called a, a Words of Life Night, our Words of Encouragement Night, um, and that's where we do, we put one person in the middle, and then everyone in the small group says how much that person means to them, or like they they say like the the great character qualities they see in them. And man, like if you've ever been a part of a words of life night or words of encouragement night, like your heart is so full. Like you feel like, man, like I am valuable. Like got like these people, like I do have something to offer. Um, and so, man, I, I see small group as a place where we can just e- encourage each other um, and love each other. Um, another thing is uh, sm- uh, another need, I think, is it meets this need of accountability. Um, in this Christian walk, we all need accountability. It can be really easy uh, to like say you're going to do something, but then actually following through is a different thing, as we know with anything in life. Um, and so uh, a scripture that comes to mind for me is James 5.16, which says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Um, and so we want to keep each other accountable with like, what's the standard that Jesus has given us in this Christian, in this Christian walk. Um, and sometimes, man, like we go through, we go through weeks, we go through seasons where it's just, it's tougher. Um, and we all have our individual sin struggles. Um, but it's so helpful, um, that actually in scripture, it says when you confess these sins, when you bring that sin to light out, out from the darkness into the light, that there's actually healing. You don't have to be shackled by this sin. And so it's not like, hey, like, I'm going to keep you accountable so I can keep shaming you for, like, doing things wrong. It's more like, man, I, I, I want to help you. Um, so, like, we, we really, um, in small group, um, it's, it's a culture of honor. It's a culture of privacy. Like, a, anything that's said in small group, it stays in small group. Um, and so b- because we want to be sensitive to the struggles that, that we're all going through, but we also want to, again, keep each other accountable in this small group and pray for each other because um, that brings healing. 
Um, another need is this need of real connection. Um, I kind of mentioned it a little bit, but every single human, no matter who you are, no matter what you believe, we all crave real connection. We all crave deep friendship and to be known. And so in small group, it's an, it, like you were saying, Parker, we, we do intentionally try to keep it a little smaller uh, so that we can actually get to know each other like on a deep level. Um, and so really small group for me, that, that was huge for me as a freshman. I, in high school, I had a lot of like these surface level friendships. I was almost like friends with everyone, but not actually friends with anyone. It's kind of this floater person. Yeah. Um, and so for me in small group, my freshman year, it was so revolutionary for me that these men just like, they actually wanted to get to know me. And they asked these like intentional questions to me in small group, outside of small group. They wanted to spend time with me. They invited me to pick up soccer and pick up volleyball and over to their house for a game night. And I and it really met this need for me of real connection, which ultimately opened my heart up to God's love because I felt the love from these people. And then I was like, man, if these people love me this way and they're saying it's because of Jesus, like I want that Jesus if, if he loves me like that and even more they, they're saying um, and so those are kind of some some three things as I was thinking through that uh, some needs that small group really meets. Oh, those are all really, really good points. And to pair nicely with needs, there's also ways that you get to benefit, you know, from attending small group. You get to join this community. You're authentically loved and cared for. You know, you don't feel alone. You get to do life with others and yep. no longer feel like you're walking alone. And for some, this might be their first exposure to hearing the gospel or this idea that you're saved and redeemed, right? And yeah. so just to have somebody to talk to and to, to go about learning about this new material can be really helpful, you know? And that's one of our yeah. ultimate goals that we just want to be there for one another mm -hmm. and to, to support and love on each other. Yeah. It's, it's so important. So for a newcomer, what might a typical small group meeting look like? What's kind of the structure? What might they expect? You know, we don't want them to be too surprised, but yeah. at the same time, we don't want to give away all our secrets. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's really no secrets, to be honest. It's uh, it's pretty. Um, yeah, let me give you a little run through of kind of what a small group will will look like typically. So you'll get there. And um, what we do is like we always just like, man, we really value um just like getting to know each other. And so we ask each other, like, how how has your week been? Like in my small group, actually, we'll talk about our Liddy moments and our delusional moments. And so it's kind of like a funny like question, like what was your like Liddy moment? Like what was the best thing that happened to you this week? Delusional moment, what was a funny story where you kind of were just delusional? And so it always gets some laughs at the beginning of small group. And so, you know, we just want to know how the how each other's weeks were. And so that's kind of maybe the first like 10, 10, 15 minutes uh, sometimes they can go a little bit too long. And so we got to like, okay, like we can't let these Lydian delusional moments go for 30 minutes. Like we actually do need to talk about Jesus a little bit or not a little bit, a lot of it. <laughs> and so, um, so that's like at the beginning, you'll have some sort of question to just, just see how your week was going after that. Um, typically the, the small group leaders, uh, will have something prepared for you. And so whether it's a topic, um, or whether it's a certain like portion of scripture that they want to walk through and study with you. Uh, they will have something ready. So you don't need to, you don't need to know anything when you come to small group. You don't need to have all the, you don't need to have any answers. You don't need to have any prep material necessarily. Uh, you don't even need to say anything if you're not comfortable. You can actually just come and listen if you would like. Um, and so there's no pressure to say anything, to know anything. You can know like nothing and be like super, like you're good. Like 
welcome to small group. We're happy to have you. Just be a sponge. Um, absorb yes, as much as you yes, can. And you can just be a sponge, man, and just like absorb. Um, and then when you get comfortable, you know, chime in and give your two cents. Um, and so, again, there'll, there'll be topics, some stuff from like, you know, like Jesus and the cross and like how does that, like how does his sacrifice on the cross, what does that mean for you? You know, talking about that. Um, even talking about um, like Old Testament prophets if you want to get like really fancy or even like our purity life or forgiveness um like there's a wide array of different topics that we talk about in small group we want you um the, the ultimate goal of small group is yeah we want to equip you uh to 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 know the bible uh and to be to honestly be equipped to to share jesus with your classmates too and then at the end of like the topic or the the scripture that we walk through there's uh, there's going to be a time of prayer so sometimes it's like a group prayer um, where we pray for each other in a group. Sometimes we pair off and go uh, like two by two and like go into a different part of the of the room and pray over each other, just you and another person in your small group. So um, that prayer time at the end is like, okay, the stuff we learned, now let's pray over each other so that we can actually live this out. So if we, if we learned about forgiveness, let's live out forgiveness this week. And so we pray over each other. We also um, are like, hey, if you have a prayer request, if you're going through something this week, like we want to pray for you too. Um, and so that's kind of what a typical small group will look like. Nothing too crazy. And then uh, if you do, if you have a good small group, you usually will just like bro out or like, you know, you bro out at the end and like talk for another like 15, 20 minutes after small group. My small group, we would do, uh, we do pull-ups after each small group. So like week one, we, do, we have one pull-up that you have to do. And so when it's like week 15, we, okay, boys, let's bust out our 15 pull-ups. So, you know, just like every small group is unique. Every small group has like a funny thing maybe that they do after or before or like, but that's just what I do. And so, yeah, that's what a typical structure would look like. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for giving some insight on that. So now knowing how a typical small group meeting will look like, what are some benefits that you can get out of from attending one of these? You know, every week, every month, how frequently should you be going? What are some benefits that people can expect to be, you know, looking to, to gain from this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for sure, try to come every week. Um, what I say to my small group at the beginning of the semester, at the beginning of the year, I say, um, your, your week will be better because you came to small group. Um, and, uh, that's like one thing that we hold to, like your week will be better. We believe because you came to small group, because you invested that one hour of your time, uh, to God, man, he's going to bless you back for investing that time into him and into his people. Um, and so really, um, we just, yeah. So, so that's one thing for sure. Um, but like benefits, when I was thinking about like, what are some, some core benefits you would get? from attending small group weekly. Um, I would say you learn these, the three R's. Um, the three R's are real devotion, real community, and real responsibility. So small group, you're going to learn real devotion. Um, you're going to learn what it looks like for just you and Jesus to have time together, for just you by yourself in your dorm room to open up the word and to get something out of it, to actually learn. Like, um, and to actually know how to study your Bible and know how to read your Bible and where to start and, um, and what different things mean. Like we want to equip you in small group to have a real devotional life that is so full and flourishing, um, and where you feel really connected to God. So that's one thing. Another thing is we want you and uh, a benefit of of experiencing small group is experiencing real community. Um, like my story, like I shared. I didn't know real community in middle school and high school. I just had a bunch of like acquaintances. Um, when I came into a small group, that's when I learned what, what it actually looks like to be a bro, what it actually looks like to be a, a brother in Christ to someone. 
um, and to bear each other's burdens, to pray for each other, to be real with each other, to share each other's struggles. Um, I learned what real community looked like, and that was such a huge benefit for me. Another benefit uh, is real responsibility. In small group, you're going to learn that um, the things we do in Chi Alpha and in small group, it's not just for you, but what God does in you, who wants to do through you. And so like what God has taught you about devotional life and about real community and about uh, all, all these different topics, forgiveness and and like being an amazing brother in Christ and bearing each other's burdens, like what what you learn, God actually wants you to go and teach other people about that. And so go into someday, uh, I pray, build your own small group um, and, and be a small group leader where you're now teaching people about real devotion, real community, and real responsibility because you learned about that real responsibility. Again, going back to that Matthew 28, 19, it says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, Jesus doesn't say, go if you feel like it, go maybe. He says, go. It's a command for all of us, if we call ourselves a follower of Jesus, to go and make disciples. And I don't see any better way at making disciples on the, on the college campus than building a small group and having a, a Chi Alpha structure where like your leaders are helping you and, and caring for you and giving you advice on how to lead it and, and what to talk about and what to do. Um, and so uh, a big benefit for me was my freshman year. Yes, I got blessed by, by uh, my, my community and was learning how to grow with Jesus. But then I took that step my sophomore year to become a small group leader. And, that's, and because I learned about real responsibility in small group, and then I was living out real responsibility as a small group leader my sophomore, uh, junior, and uh, senior year and all the years leading on from that. Um, and so real responsibility is a huge benefit that I hope you learn. Um, tuck that scripture in your heart, Matthew twenty nineteen. Read it over and over and over again. It's good stuff. So uh, those are some benefits for you. Yes, amen to that. And with that in mind, how might a person get involved in leading a small group? You know, we have this training program. And so do you have any advice for that person who might be considering it? Yeah. If you, if you're considering, uh, leading a small group, if you're seeing, man, like I want to live out this real responsibility and make disciples of all nations. Uh, what we do in Kyle to equip you, uh, is we have like a seven week training program called our small group leader training, um, where we get together with you, um, and other people that are going through th- these classes, uh, where we have like tailor made a program uh, where you're going to learn all the essentials of how to lead a small group effectively um, and just how to be confident and, and, and how uh, to structure it and, and what it's going to look like for you, how to manage your time so you can do that well and do school well and do still have hobbies and all that. Um, and so there's a there's small group leader training that we run every spring uh, in person. And there's also a remote summer small group leader training. If you're like if you got involved in Chi Alpha, you know, spring semester, um, and then you're learning about the real responsibility and you're wanting to be a small group leader in the fall, you could uh, take summer small group leader training uh, remotely. And it's the same content. You're just going to do it on your own rather than coming to class um, for seven different weeks for two-hour sessions. And so uh, if you're looking to be a small group leader, small group leader training every spring and uh, summer. No, thanks for that plug. And having just completed my own small group training, I got to say it was some of the most fun and educational and just enlightening material that I've ever gone through let's go about the bible and judah you did such a good job with it super proud of you for for putting that on and continuing to to push forward in that goal of discipleship and and having students use our gifts and our talents to Mm -hmm. continue that mission for kai so 
Pop quiz. Yes. What are the six wins of a small group? <laughs> okay. Win number one, daily devotion to Jesus. Win number two, every conversation leads to Jesus. Win number three, be with your small group outside of small group. Win number four, uh, delegate responsibility to create maturity. I think. No. Oh, no, no. No. Win number four is uh, honor people to other people. There we go. There it is. Win number five is delegate responsibility to create yep. maturity. Win number six is the grit to keep going. Hey, there, there we go. go. I, got, I got a couple switched around, but I got it eventually. Let's go. Hey, I mean, all of us struggled on number four. I know, you know right? You would, you would mess with us at training. of like, what's four? You yeah. know? What's four? What's four? Yep. No, that's awesome. So why are these important? Just real briefly, why are these important to the small group? Just, you know, kind of a, a little intro to some of the training material because at, at its core, this is what we're trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Um, the six wins. So just uh, just want to honor our national Chi Alpha training director, Alex Rodriguez, who came up with these, uh, not the baseball player, Alex Rodriguez, but a different Alex Rodriguez. Yes, good. Um, Alpha <laughs> good guy. point. Um, anyways, um, he came up with these six wins because we found in our Chi Alpha um, or Alex found in our Chi Alpha that like, yes, we had a small, we had small groups in our Chi Alpha, like from very long ago. Um, but there weren't like, I think these, like it's, it's hard to win when you don't know what you're winning at. Okay. What's the goal? Like for, like, for example, if you are an archery shooter, okay. Like you're, you're doing archery, uh, but there's no target. How are you going to hit the bullseye? Like you need a target, you need a goal. Yeah. And so the six wins are kind of that target. They're that goal you know, that real devotion. So like as a small group leader, one of the most important, it's number one for a reason. Your devotional life with Jesus is the most important thing because if you're not being filled with Jesus daily, how are you going to expect to lead other people to Jesus and to be filled by him um, and to pour out that what you're getting in from Jesus, you know? Um, and then all the other ones, man, they just like, they give you a good goal of like, am I doing this on a weekly basis? And are my conversations leading to Jesus or do I just hang out and have coffee with someone and ask him about how baseball is going this season. And then like, we're not making forward progress in discipleship and, and getting them to, to know more about Jesus. Are we hanging out with our small group outside of small group? Or is it just this, like these people, these strangers come together once a week and talk about the Bible and then go and they're strangers for another week and then come back. You know, we want to build deep friendships. You know, are we, um, you know, are we doing all of these things and accomplishing a certain goal? And so that's why we really want, uh, that's why I think this is helpful for small group leaders, um, especially maybe newer ones to say, okay, what, what's my target and am I hitting the bullseye? There you go. No, that's awesome. Well, uh, Judah, do you have any final remarks about small groups that you would like to make? Any final advice for newcomers or current members? Uh, just, just, man, like get plugged in, like, Take a chance. Join a small group and see how it goes. I promise you uh, that that you're going to enjoy it and that God is going to change you through it. Um, and so, man, just take a chance. Get plugged in, man. It's going to be good. All right, good stuff. Judah, well, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you on. No, yeah, thank you so much, Parker, for having me on. It was, it was, uh, it was a treat to just share uh, the heart that we have in Kyle for small group. Um, and God bless you, man. Thanks for doing this. All right, good stuff. Well, this has been the Firestarters podcast. Until next time, God bless.